you, <coughs> oh, excuse me, <laughs> not the way to start, especially a recording. Let me just take a little sip here. Got a tickle in my throat. Uh, you may have already noticed that food labels are starting to change a little bit. Uh, I was thinking about this the other day. I had come across a while back a uh, article from Consumer Reports about the key changes on the new nutrition labels, and I wanted to go through that today as well as talk a little bit about the things you should be looking for when you're reading a nutrition label. My name is CJ Johnson, and my background is in the golf industry. I had a knack for swinging the golf club, and I managed to turn that into a corporate career. But while that career was growing, so was I. I ended up 38 years old, and I weighed over 250 pounds. Um, not exactly the picture of health. And uh, at that time, I took control and changed some things in my life and ended up losing and have maintained 100-pound weight loss from then until now. And I am 56 years old. So there's been a lot of habit changes that have happened uh, along that way. And one of those changes as well was to incorporate the TR90 products into my diet. In fact, I was just eating a bowl of oatmeal. I put uh, TR90 uh, uh, protein boost, vanilla protein boost, into my oatmeal in the morning uh, as a source of protein because I need the protein to stay full. And so I'm very grateful for the protein products, but uh, as I always say, <laughs> it's TRNAG is great, but it's not take a pill and get skinny. There are other habits that we need to change. And one of those habits is to just be more cognizant of the things that we're eating. And food marketers are pretty good and they're pretty tricky about putting things into food that aren't really good for us and getting us to eat a lot of it. I mean, that's their job, right? They want us, they want to make those potato chips tasty so that we keep coming back and we keep buying more and more and more. That's their job is to sell products. As consumers, our job and our responsibility to ourselves and, our, and to our health and wellness is to make sure that we are um, taking care of our bodies. So learning a little bit more about reading some labels is a great place to start. If you are not reading labels, my suggestion to you would be this, is turn, when you put something into your cart at the grocery store, turn it over and read the label. And if you look at nothing else, look at the first five ingredients in that label. And I'm gonna tell you what's important about those first five ingredients in just a second. Um, but make a commitment to yourself to start reading labels. So here's what you're going to notice on new labels. If you're already a, a label reader, you may have seen some of these changes. If you're not a label reader, um, this is perhaps something new for you. Because <clears throat> So what happened is uh, the Food and Drug Administration is trying to make it less, uh, more consumer-friendly, less marketer-friendly. And so there are a lot of items that in January started coming out with these new labels on it. They had to come out either January 2020, some are July, some are next January, some are the following July, depending upon uh, the type of products that are in the package. But there really are four changes that 
uh, were highlighted in this consumer report, and, and, and I'm going to read some of this to you because I just think it was so concise the way that it was put. So the very first thing is a more realistic and prominent serving size. So the serving size is, is in bold type, um, and for soft drinks, ice cream, bagels, cereal, and other foods, it has been increased in size to better reflect what people eat in one sitting. Uh, for packages that hold between one and two servings, the nutrition information must now be presented for the entire package. So I'm going to read that one more time. For packages that hold between one and two servings, the nutrition information must now be presented for the entire package. If the package holds between two and three servings, but they could be eaten in one serving, let's say a pint of ice cream, the label must show nutrition info for one serving and the whole package. Okay, so serving size has been a, um, a source where marketers have really zinged us there. And my perfect example to this was uh, a pot pie. So banquet pot pies, you know, the individual pot pies. If you grabbed a banquet pot pie, from the freezer and you looked at it quickly, this was a chicken pot pie, you looked at it, scanned it very quickly, you would see that it had about 420 calories. I forget what the grams of fat were, um, what the sugar content is, but the thing that would probably stand out to you is 420 calories. Now, if you just looked at it very quickly, you might think to yourself, okay, I know this is probably not the best thing for me, <laughs> but 420 calories on a pot pie, that's way less than I thought it would be. And you might decide to eat that. Now upon closer inspection, if you looked, that was for two servings. So that package, that pot pie, actually contained 840 calories. What's happened now is, and, and I don't know if the pot pie, I, I don't know if this is one of the products that's changed already or is, is on the yet to be changed list. But now packages that hold between one and two servings must be presented for the entire package, okay? So still pay close attention to it, but just know that it is in bolder, larger type. It's a little bit easier to see. Always look to see what your uh, servings per package are, but hopefully that that keeps us from eating too much. And, and you know, by the way, um, serving sizes are kind of based on what a typical person consumes. And, and, you know, in the last example, it was like a pint of ice cream. That doesn't mean you should, should sit down and eat a pint of ice cream. Um, if you're trying to eat healthy foods, remember, or, you know, if you're trying to eat healthier, whenever you're eating something that's not quite as healthy, keep the portions on the smaller size. Now, you know, one of my favorite examples is if you really have a hankering for ice cream, maybe go to an ice cream shop like a Baskin Robbins or something like that and get this kid's size. Uh, you're going to save yourself a ton, a ton of calories. Okay. Uh, <coughs> new vitamin and mineral amount. So the vitamin and minerals I recommend a daily requirement. Really, is still out of whack. They're based on um, they are based on recommendations from I believe it's the 1950s, probably even before that. Um, and, and so, what they're trying to do is update and show us some things that we as consumers can really use. So, 
Uh, vitamins A and C. We used to have a big C deficiency back a long time ago, so that's why it was so prominent on the label. That's just not the case anymore. Um, most Americans are getting enough vitamin C. Um, so, but most, <coughs> many of us, <coughs> excuse me, are not getting enough vitamin D as well as potassium. Um, I think you've seen a big spike. I've talked to a lot of clients whose doctors have prescribed vitamin D for them. For, and we're, we're not getting that for a variety of reasons. So <coughs> previously on the food labels, excuse me, I need to take another drink. Previously on the food labels were listed vitamin A and C. They've now been replaced by, by, by vitamin D and potassium. And the other nice thing here is if you had looked at a label and you saw the percentages of um, vitamins in it, you, you saw it's a daily value percentage. And that was a daily value based on a 2,000 calorie diet. And so it was listed in terms of percentage, which for most of us, it doesn't mean anything to us. You'd have to stop and really um, look at it. So what it's done now is it's going to actually list the amount in both milligrams or micrograms, one of the two. And so you will see what that food gives to you. Now, one other little caveat uh, is to more fully understand where a food's nutrients are coming from, you really do need to look at that ingredient list, okay? Uh, if a vitamin or a mineral is also listed there, it means it's added to the food. Now, generally, getting nutrients from, that are naturally occurring from the food is better for you, better for you than getting them in the food. So that's the preference, but just at least you know what it's coming from. It's not necessarily a stay away from it if you see that something is added to the food. It's just more information for you so that you know. The next one is a big one, and this is um, uh, this is uh, really about uh, calorie counts, right? Um, there's a, again, it's going to show a bigger, bolder calorie count. So the number of calories in a serving really stands out now. They used to be able to put it kind of like in a very small type. And, and basically, here's the thing. Calories are just units of energy, but if you consume more than you need, your body's going to store the excess as fat. That's essentially what happens. Um, so you'll be able to see the calorie count more easily. Just remember this. Eating 250 calories worth of nuts is very different from eating a 250 calorie Snicker bar, okay? Um, the nuts have proteins and fats and nutrients, while a Snicker bar has 25 grams of sugar, okay? So not all calories are created equal. While it's easier to see the calories, um, just remember, not all calories are created equally. And then the last one, and this is going to tie into the, the ingredient line as well, is the info on sugars. Uh, the reason that we have an obesity epidemic is because of the amount of sugar that we're eating. And um, uh, the, the amount of sugar that you should be eating, the recommended daily amount of sugar, for men is about 37.5 grams of sugar, and for women is 25 grams of sugar. Now, if you just consider that uh, a carton of Greek um, fruit on the bottom yogurt has somewhere around 20 to 22 grams of sugar. You're, you're, a lot of women are getting their daily sugar intake in like one meal or a portion of a meal. So it's no wonder that we are off the charts. So 
the info on the added sugar has changed, and it's changed in a good way. So it's separated out the sugar into two lines, and one is naturally occurring sugars, and then the other would be sugars that are added during the processing, so something like a high fructose corn syrup. So you're going to see those listed on two different lines, and you still want to limit that. Like I said, you, you want to do... Um, uh, women 25 grams and men 37.5. Now, the hope is that we, by requiring them to do this separately, that they're going to reduce the amount of sugar they add. Well, they also might swap in some sugar substitutes. You know, there's uh, sucralose, stevia, and there's sugar alcohols. Now, many of those, I'm not a nutritionist, but many nutritionists say things like sugar alcohol, they don't spike your glycemic index quite as um, quite as high as a high fructose corn syrup. So your body, it's not like throwing your body necessarily into overdrive. That sugar alcohols, a, a lot of nutritionists say take the number if it's, if it's a sugar alcohol and cut it in half, that it's a little bit better for you. Um, but still, you really want to try and reduce the sugar you can, so check those ingredients. Um, and speaking of check the ingredients, I told you if you did one thing, it was just to turn around and look at the first five ingredients. If you see sugar or any form of sugar in those first five ingredients, choose something else. Ingredients are listed in order that they are in your food. And so if it's inside those first five ingredients, that's probably too much sugar, you could find a better alternative. So next time you're in the grocery store, take a look. Remember, you're going to see more prominent serving size. The calories are going to be in bold. Um, it's going to be bigger and bolder. You're going to have two lines in the sugar, and uh, you're going to have uh, D and potassium versus A and C. So start to notice if you're seeing those sugar labels and uh, make sure that you turn it over look at those first five ingredients. And if you see sugar, run, run like the wind. Okay, that's what I have got for you today. I'm going to take this, stop this recording.